the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we complete a study on divine discontent and holy dissatisfaction, which is what we've been speaking of this week. And we believe divine discontent and holy dissatisfaction are necessary ingredients to progress and mature in our walk with God. God's promise through Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19 is that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. God wants to fill us more than we are filled today and we need to progress along that track. We also want to read and refer once again to a very important portion of scripture in Philippians because Paul made this statement and I think it applies to all of us. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to Philippians chapter 3 beginning at verse 12. Chapter 3 beginning at verse 12 says, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold that for which Jesus Christ has laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. This was Paul's attitude, and it should be our attitude. And we looked at various aspects of our life with the Lord, and we see that they all need a progression. We spoke about grace and knowledge and pointed out that Second Peter 3.18 says, Grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord. We spoke about faith. The apostles even cried out to Jesus, increase our faith. They weren't satisfied where they were. They wanted an increase of faith. Again, progressing and going deeper in the things of God. We spoke about the subject of love. And God says we ought to abound in love more and more to one another. Not just for love's sake, but in verse First Thessalonians verse 13, he speaks about abounding in love so that we may, as he may establish 
our hearts unblameable in holiness before our God. So love will establish, God will establish something as we love more and more. We spoke about pleasing God. Jesus walked the earth and said, I do always those things that please him. And without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. We spoke about the work of the Lord. And it says in 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steady, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Then we spoke about thanksgiving. We need a life of thanksgiving, whether it's good things we're thanking for or, or also the difficult times. Ephesians 5.20 says, Give thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We spoke yesterday about praise, how vital it is to be a praiser of God. Psalm 67 verse 3 said, Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the peoples praise thee. Psalm 104 verse 33 says, I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. And today, we'd like to speak about righteousness and the kingdom of God. We need to be filled with the righteousness of God. That will prepare us for the kingdom of God. And there's a dramatic link between righteousness and the kingdom of God. Listen to these verses from the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Matthew 5, verse 10. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 5.20 For I say to you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 6, chapter 1. Uh, I'm sorry, chapter 6, verse 1. Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. And Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Junie, we see this dramatic link between righteousness and the kingdom. And we see in Hebrews 1, 8, the writer quotes a tremendous verse from Psalm 45, verse 6. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. Romans 14, 7. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So the righteousness doesn't come when Jesus returns to establish his kingdom, but we have been brought into the kingdom of God here on earth. And one of the uh, indications is that we have received the righteousness of God. His righteousness has been imputed to us. It's not our righteousness. It's the righteousness of God. And so we have to question ourselves asking, are we filled with his righteousness? Yes. Because uh, Jesus became sin for us or when dying on a tree it becomes a curse 
So he has become a curse or sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. Yes. And how can we be filled with his righteousness if we're filled with unforgiveness really, really. or anger mm. or disappointments or jealousy or all the things that are human uh, feelings right. or uh, life in general brings about? And the answer to that is to cry out to God, first to be born again of his spirit, and then to cry out to God and put, give him these things that would hinder his righteousness from filling our lives, that we might be filled with his righteousness to forgive and to love. And to worship the Father. Yes. And to always do those things that please the Father. So really, it's a healthy, whole, and um, uh, exciting walk with the Lord to be filled with his righteousness. And it's God's desire, Shelley, to fill us with all of what he is. Amen. Amen. You know, there's a saying in the world, June, that says, you are what you eat. And my question to all of us is this, how is your spiritual appetite? Do you hunger and thirst for righteousness? You know, on a natural basis, if there's a loss of appetite, it could very well be a sign of illness. And I believe that's true spiritually. If you hunger and thirst for God's righteousness, God's promise is that you shall be filled. And listen to the words of Jesus. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. In, in chapter 6, verse 51, I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread also which I shall give for the life of the world is my flesh. How hungry and how thirsty are we, June? And to really see if Jesus, the Son of Man, who is the Son of God, had to give his flesh. Really? How much more then do we need to give our flesh? And in other words, the scripture says, uh, if we want to be the disciple of the Lord, we need to deny ourselves, take up the cross and follow him. And so when we deny our flesh and not give into our flesh, the spirit of God in us has the ability you, to Lord. fill us Amen. with his righteousness and Hallelujah. his will and his love Amen. and his forgiveness. Amen. Uh, let's look at the point of thirst. John seven thirty seven. Jesus says, If any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being shall flow rivers of living waters. Junie, who wouldn't want our inner beings to flow with rivers of living waters. In Isaiah 43, verse 3, For I will pour out water on the thirsty land. In the Hebrew Bible, it doesn't say thirsty land, but it says on thirsty ones. Water here is a picture of the Holy Spirit. How deep does our hunger and thirst go for the things of God that we might come into the fullness that God has for us? That's why, Junie, we need divine discontent and holy dissatisfaction and not choose a safety zone for a a comfort zone but press on psalm 107 verse 9 
For he has satisfied the thirsty soul and the hungry soul he has filled with what is good. Matthew 5.10, what is one of the characteristics of the end days? It's lawlessness, unrighteousness, and this brings about persecution. On one hand, you are blessed if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, and yet on the other hand, you're blessed when you are uh, persecuted for righteousness' sake. To you belongs the kingdom of heaven. And this speaks of true righteousness, that this righteousness surpasses the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. Junie, listen to 2 Corinthians 5.21. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness, or righteousness of God in him. Junie, it's there for the taking. It's there for the living. It's there if we hunger and thirst. Righteousness is being consistent with God's character. A right relationship with God will bring about right conduct right doing, but more important, right being. And the doing will come out of that being. And listen to what it says of Abraham, right? In Genesis chapter 15, verse 6, he believed in the Lord and it was accounted unto him as righteousness. And the righteous shall live by faith. Hallelujah. So we've really talked, Shelley, this week. And I wrote down just a couple of things that... Um, his love can fill us when thanksgiving is in our heart. We can praise him. We're filled with his righteousness. Amen. We want to identify ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting the Shema. And if you know it, recite it with us. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Father, I just ask, Thank you, as Lord. my Jewish kinsladies light the candles, that you enlighten their hearts and open their eyes to see Yeshua as the Son of God, King of the Jews, and the Messiah. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.